Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the second season of Processing Minority, the podcast where we focus on the opinions of minorities in the Bay Area. In today's episode, we will be focusing on the ins and outs of cancellations due to COVID-19, otherwise known as the coronavirus outbreak. Across the Bay Area and the world, many people have had to stop school, stop work, and stop their other activities. However, it is often these side activities or extracurriculars that people my age or adolescents find very difficult to have to set aside. Today, we will be speaking to two students who have had to let go of some of the things they love, as well as a doctor having to work through this outbreak. Our first guest is Dakota Peebler, a ninth grade homeschooler in the community. She says that having to lose her activities has made this outbreak harder than ever. First, I asked Dakota the activities that she had to set aside. So I was about a month into a musical theater production. All rehearsals were canceled and the show was canceled. I'm a competitive dancer and all of the competitions were canceled and all the rehearsals and dance classes have been canceled. I'm also proud of a um, international ocean conservation youth empowerment organization meetings with lawmakers, our presentations at schools have been canceled due to the COVID-19 outbreak. Luckily, I'm a homeschooler, so most of my curriculum is online, so my academics have not been altered that much, but my extracurriculars have been majorly impacted. Next, I really wanted to know how Dakota was feeling. Being quarantined in her home like everyone else in the world, what were the things going through her head having her activities canceled? Learning about, you know, all the cancellations definitely makes me feel incredibly sad, Uh, especially for all the people who worked really hard on the musical, learning the dance routines. I know in my life, you know, these extracurriculars really are my life. I live for musical theater. I live for dance. And I know that a lot of people are feeling the same way with all the cancellations. Our next guest is Laylina Zipkin, a senior at Carmont who was looking forward to many activities that unfortunately also had to be canceled. I've had two really important things to me canceled because of COVID-19. The first was the choir tour trip to New York. We were supposed to sing at Carnegie Hall and see all of these really cool Broadway shows and just have a really cool learning experience as a choir. So learning that was canceled was really upsetting because all of our hard work on the classical pieces we were preparing for Carnegie kind of went to waste. The second thing that was canceled was the opening night of the spring play Lend Me a Tenor, which I am directing, was moved or really just canceled, so now we only have three shows instead of four, and that's just kind of a bummer because my cast is working really hard, and we really want all the opportunities we can have to perform the show. Next, Leilina told me about the fear that she's feeling along with many of her other adolescent friends. Obviously, this kind of news is really heartbreaking. It makes me, I mean, one, it makes me feel scared, scared that if the situation is so bad that we really do have to cancel things or postpone things. I fear for the future and I fear for what could happen to people impacted by the situation. Of course, it's really sad. It's really frustrating that a lot of hard work has gone to waste and that time spent preparing and and the anticipation for these really cool events is all kind of in vain. All of that energy was just wasted. To other people that have had their events canceled, I would say that it's important to remember that we're all in this together that everybody is suffering because of this. Everyone has had things canceled or had things postponed. Um, I don't think there is a person alive right now that is completely unaffected 
by COVID-19. And that while it is frustrating for all of us individuals, we have to remember the importance of what we're doing and the value in isolation and that these cancellations are really important and they really do have to happen. Um, but that no one is going through this alone and that we're all, we, we got to stand as one community and help each other through this. Our next guest is Dr. Gregory Charlop, who is currently working as a doctor during this pandemic. I sat down with him and asked him a few questions on how he thought the world should be reacting to the virus and what we can do for peace of mind having to leave our extracurriculars behind. My name is Gregory Charlop and I am an anesthesiologist. I primarily actually take care of children, and I'm also interested in wellness medicine and anti-aging medicine. The first question that I asked Dr. Charlop was, what exactly is the current plan to try and stop this outbreak? We don't have any cure for the virus at the moment. We don't have a vaccine. We don't really have any good treatment. So the only thing we could really do now is to try to slow or prevent its spread. When you look at how viruses spread, it's all a game of mathematics. What we can do is we could say, how many people will the average person give the virus to if they're infected? Two people, three people, four people, 10 people. And then once you know how many other people, then you could actually predict how fast it'll spread and how many people get it. If instead of him giving it to four people, say he only gives it to one or two people, then the numbers don't add up as quick and it makes it easier to control the infection. As frustrating as it may be having to let go of extracurriculars and hobbies, Dr. Charlop says there's a very specific reason as to why social distancing or quarantine must be done. So our goal in the healthcare system and society is we want to try to slow down its spread. And the reason we want to do that is it buys us more time that maybe eventually we could come up with a vaccine or a cure. And it also prevents the medical system from being overwhelmed. If we're able to slow down how quickly people get the disease, then we may be able to keep it so the hospital beds we have are sufficient for, for people as they're getting sick. Next, I asked Dr. Charlotte to tell me exactly why it is that we need to stay home, including the risks that we're bringing into our homes and why adolescents, or people of all ages for that matter, might have to let go of their hobbies to do so. In an ideal world, you would be truly quarantined, meaning basically just you and your family are in your house and no one really comes and goes other than go outside to take a walk or a hike or something. But the problem is, you know, none of us are really strictly quarantined. So there's a risk that you could get it if you do that, and then you could bring it into your household and affect everybody in the house. So the safest thing you could do is to try to minimize the amount of trips you take out of the house. If you're in the house, then the best thing I think that you can do is to wash your hands frequently, avoid sharing food, that kind of stuff. In my last episode where I talked about the xenophobia with coronavirus, before the coronavirus had really expanded on this nation, I had mentioned the use of surgical masks in terms of racial xenophobia. However, nowadays, it seems to just be out of fear. People have these little surgical masks. You see people wearing those. Those probably aren't really very effective at protecting you from this virus. And the reason why is those masks are actually designed to protect other people from the person wearing the mask. So it's a, I think it's a misconception most of these masks, a regular mask, they don't really do much to protect the, the wearer. 
So if you have to go out, the best thing you could really do is not to touch your face and eyes. And then, of course, wash your hands as soon as you get home. Thank you for listening to the first episode of the second season of Processing Minority. In these trying times, I urge you to spend time with your family and try and keep a regular schedule as to not allow this virus to mess with your head all too much. I send out my love to everyone who has had to miss an extracurricular or activity due to this virus. Always remember to wash your hands. And from self-quarantine, this is Clarice Bell for Scott Center.